episode 184 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal De Quincy. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to yawn during that. Boy, made, was the opening that bad? <laughs> no, I made the mistake of um, uh, taking a nap before <laughs> I called you. And I so you. <laughs> I'm still a little sleepy. Uh, I, it happens. It happens. Uh, I'll tell you this, though. Here's some exciting news, though. Mm-hmm. We are officially the only podcast that prefers to record via Zoom. So that way, in the middle of a discussion, if things get heated or uh, or misconstrued, nobody gets slapped in the face. Brava. Were you thinking about that ever since Sunday? Oh, well, at least for the past hour. Yeah, we're obviously talking about the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock situation. Oh, man, that was... That was insane. Where were you when you heard about that? I was sitting on the couch. Oh, were you actually watching the Oscars? Oh, of course not. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> I would rather just sit on the couch than watch the Oscars and, and just stare at a wall than watch the Oscars. Um, and then I looked at my phone. <laughs> I, I didn't find out till the next morning because, you know, I have do not disturb on my phone. So all those... Um, you know, stuff you get from Apple News, all the notifications. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of them until that Monday morning. My first thought was like, oh, is this a joke? Was it a skit? What the hell happened? Then, you know, I saw I, um, I actually ran. It's like, oh, no, this is very real. Yeah, at first, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I think everybody was like, man, this is, this is a fake. This is just a terrible skit. But then, you know, you rewatch it a few times. You, you find out that he, like, they had to, they had to, bleep him out because mm. he was dropping the f-bomb several times and chris rock dropped you know said shit mm-hmm. one time yeah it, 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 and another Smith way, slaps the shit out of me which is a very natural reaction and the people like that, were you i'm sorry but you were watching people were laughing the entire time until will smith started cursing that's mm-hmm. when people were like oh wait this is real yeah and the first instance that i should have recognized that it was that it was real was uh, if it had been a skit, Will Smith would have would have been mic'd. Yeah, you know, because I I've seen clips of other terrible bits from these award shows, and if someone from the audience is, you know, if it's a any whoever it is, a, you know, celebrity or athlete, whoever, anybody that's you know partaking in the bit is usually mic'd, mm-hmm. and uh, that definitely was not the case. Yeah. And when they do when they do that, they need to take some. They need to uh, call Vincent Man to get a lesson on how to set up kayfabe properly. Come on now. Well, I, I tell you what, you know, they should call Vince from now on instead of these comedians. Because if I'm a stand-up comedian, I'm like to hell with these stupid shows. They're boring. They're boring without us. They're boring enough. And they're boring with them. It, we try to make it entertaining, but they don't want they don't want stand-up comedians they don't want funny people involved in these shows the the you know the very serious you know uh just um 
you know, taking themselves too serious actors, you know, entertainers. Let, let James Franco and Anne Hathaway host it again. You know, look how terrible that is, you know, when, when two actors were trying to be funny instead of professional comedians who that's their job is to make fun of people and, to, you know, crack jokes and stuff. And, you know, I would stay out of it and just say, hey, have fun with it. You know, you're losing viewers by the millions every year anyways. Like you, you obviously know better. So. Uh, they're losing viewers because they nominate movies that six people have seen. Right. Uh, um. Ah, uh, man. I don't know the. I don't understand the point of doing. Like I understand the point of comedy. You do the roast comedy where you just talk about people. But for me, mm. I'm like, dog. Can you just make jokes? You have to just sit there and talk about people. Like, some people don't want don't want to deal with that, and I completely under understand. Like. We'll see and talk about that's that's okay for you know for you to talk about people that you know such and so on. But if I was at a award show where I'm supposed to get the highest um the highest uh congratulations, the highest award that we have in our category, and then some some douchebag comedians up there making fun of me, I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be in there like chuckling and, and enjoying it. Like mm-hmm. why the fuck you I'm like Sure. I mean, I'm look, not, the, I'm not the, I don't, not the joke about me type. Like we're just making, right. we can make jokes because you know, you know me and stuff. We're actually friends, but people, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, I don't, I don't know you. And that's fair. That's totally fair. You know, people, you know, um, if, if you don't want to get roasted and stuff like that, I, I get that. You know, that's, that's a very fair point, but at the same time, you know, like I did not come here to get roasted. I came here to win the Academy Award. Sure. This extra shit, I did not ask for this. But at the same time, it was a joke about his wife, right? Mm-hmm. And two, it's twenty twenty two. Aren't like aren't men men aren't supposed to be like that anymore, right? We're not supposed to jump up and and go smack another guy for for making a joke about about his wife. You know, if now, Chris Rock on. was like, no, if Chris on. Rock was hold on, if Chris Rock was stepping up to his wife, right? In a threatening manner, of course you, you intervene, but it's a joke, you know. I thought we we're supposed to talk talk it out and you know take it backstage and be like, "Hey, I didn't I didn't appreciate that," you know. Now you know that I have been on this podcast <laughs> many a year, uh-huh. and you know there are rec- there are audio recordings of me calling Ted Cruz bitch made because he didn't go do anything with Trump when Trump Trump called his wife ugly. There are sometimes. You can say whatever year, you know, 2022, <laughs> 2023, whatever, 22, 24, 62, whatever. There's sometimes you just got to fight for your family's honor. And that's okay. one of them. That's and fair I, enough. And I, I don't understand people are complaining or like uh, talk about, oh, well, Will Smith shouldn't have done it. I'm, I'm like, y'all have never lived in a world where, you know, you can get your ass whooped for talking spicy. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I've always lived in that world like, you can make jokes and everything, but if somebody wants to fight you, they can fight you. You just got to live with that. Like, I would have loved it, actually, if Chris Rock had sidestepped him and just let him take his momentum with him, you know? Because, honestly, I'm not going to let someone hit me. I don't care who it is. And uh, who was it? Because we are going to talk about – we are going to talk about WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this is a good segue. One of the best tweets I saw about this was from – WWE legend Mick Foley, who tweeted, if that had been The Rock instead of Chris Rock, 
You think Will Smith is going up and doing that? I don't think so. I hate when people made that comparison because because um, The Rock isn't making that joke. Right, but he knows yeah, that he yeah. could do that to Chris Rock because Chris Rock is a little guy. And I've seen I've seen now on on you know Twitter people talk, but if that was Betty White, he uh, he wouldn't have done. It's like <laughs> Betty White would. Yeah, I've seen it. No, I was yeah. like, yeah, I Betty White would. Two. Betty White wouldn't have made. Would yeah, if situation right. if the situation was was different, different shit would have happened. No duh. Well, like, Jada should if it was Betty White, Jada should have gone up. Yeah, yeah. but it's like. Like if The Rock would have said, or I've seen people say if Jason Mawoa would have said that Will Smith wouldn't have done anything. I'm like, first off, they wouldn't have said in the first place because they're not comedians. They don't <laughs> right. think like that. And, funny. and secondly, I don't think y'all realize how big the um, Will Smith is. He's still six three. And yeah. there's sometimes, sometimes in life, you will, you just gotta fight, even if you're gonna you get your ass whooped. Take a chance. It's the, it's the principle. Swimming. It's the principle. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we got it out of our system. You act like we don't watch wrestling and see people go against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you go get your ass whooped or Roman Reigns. Yeah, you go get your ass whooped. But he can't be up here talking sideways to you. Well, the you only know? one who did it right was Austin Theory when he climbed the cage of the elimination chamber. And what happened afterwards? <laughs> hey, it's not his fault that Brock can climb a <laughs> climb a cage like a mountain lion. Oh shit, you can climb too. <laughs> Like a ringtail lemur. If this Will Smith situation has taught me one thing, one thing only, there's a lot of people online who don't, do not live their raps. They'll sit here and talk about if I see <laughs> if I see that um, I hate that bitch, I'm fired next time I see him, or oh, mm-hmm. next time I see that dude is on site. And then Will Smith does what you say you want to do on Twitter.com, and all of a sudden you go, oh my God, Will Smith just destroyed the sanctity of the Oscars. It's like. You say you want to fight every time a motherfucker look at you sideways. <laughs> Will Smith does it. Now you want to get on your high horse. Y'all do not live y'all raps. There's and that's, too many people on their high horses. Uh, that's too, for sure. There's too many people on Twitter that talk too well, much yeah. <laughs> that, need a, that need a smackdown. I remember I got into a one dude. He tried to talk spicy to me. I told him, we both live in Houston. We can meet up anytime. Next time I went to his timeline, all those tweets were deleted with the swiftness. A lot of people on here, like a lot of people online will talk that shit, but when it's time for a meetup, then it's like, oh, you're being too, you're taking this too seriously. Nah, motherfucker, you want to talk shit? Mm-hmm. Talk shit. <laughs> my, my girl just texted me from the other room. She's like, it is on site. I fight bitches on site. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta <laughs> fight on site. Yeah. You, you gotta enough. live your, even if you're gonna lose, sometimes you just gotta live your, you just gotta live it. Will Smith said it. Yeah. Will Smith said something. I'm um, sorry. Will Smith just had to do it. I know people are talking about, oh, well, he laughed for, at first. And so it should have been a problem. Look, you've been in a relationship. I've been in a relationship. How many times has something been funny? You looked at your girl and it automatically became no longer funny. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, look. That was like a but that was a Simpsons joke when she tells you um what was it when she tells you uh nothing's wrong, something's wrong, when she tells you something's wrong, everything's wrong, and when she tells you something's not funny, you better not laugh your ass off. That's what, that's what Will Smith lived on Sunday. He he chuckled, he looked over at his wife. She didn't find that funny because she's been dealing with alopecia and the loss of her hair for mm-hmm. years. 
And that's a sensitive and sore subject for her. And I totally understand it. So she was feeling away. And the second she felt away, guess who had to feel away? One Will Smith. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's he he can live with it. That's fine, you know. He made the decision. There's nothing we can do about it. It can't be we can't go back and change the events. We can't prevent Chris Rock from saying it. We can't prevent mm-hmm. Will from doing it. Um it happened and I'm very interested to see what I'm very interested to see what what will happen. Um I totally get everything you say. Um as someone who um uh, who likes stand-up comedians more than actors, I'm still going to side, like, I still don't think he should have slapped him. And, you know, but to each his own, I, I get everybody's points. I mean, I get everybody's uh, points of view and their takes on the situation. For sure. They're just, I, that's one thing I, uh, the stand-up comedian is acting like they're endangered species right now <laughs> has killed me. Do you see those tweets that uh, Joe Apatow let off where he was like, he could have killed Chris Rock if he hit him hard? I'm like, <laughs> well, it was okay. a slap. There were some that were just getting pretty ridiculous. I mean, there were, I think people were just taking it too far with uh, the what-ifs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they those, the what-ifs were very entertaining. And I'll send you a screenshot of one uh, when I get a chance. But I, I hold no weight over a lot of people's, you know, it, um, tweets on Twitter. Yeah, I, I just gotta say, I just want to say two more things. One about the comedians, like just calm down. The whole, the whole, oh, what does this mean that people can just come up and slap you whenever you tell a joke they don't like? It's like they could have done that any time. The threat of violence was always there. Mm-hmm. It's always been there. And secondly, I just want to talk about the slap real, real quick. Did you sure. see the form he had when he hit him? He still had his left arm up. He had someone that like that Ali training right. was still going on. And also like the slap. I know people are calling it disrespectful, but it's not the most disrespectful thing that Will Smith did. I mean, it was a it was a front slap. He didn't hit him with the backhand. That meant it's more disrespectful. The and it most- was meant just to just to smack him, yeah. you know. There was no intention of, of, you know, clinching a fist or, you know, hitting him, you know, in the neck or something like that. It's just, I, I get that, you know, like the method that he chose was probably the most benign out of any of the, you know, uh, um, you know, assaults he could, mm-hmm. he, uh, he could have uh, chosen. Yes. If he had went up there and just like put his finger up against his head or if he had bushed his forehead, ooh, Chris would have had to find him now. That's just disrespectful <laughs> on a whole nother yeah. level. If I come up and put my finger on, on your forehead or I just mush you across your face, that means I do not respect you and I am not scared of you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I don't think Will Smith is scared of Chris Rock at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think Will Smith would have done that with any of them. It'd been The Rock, Jason Moe, whatever. Y'all talk about what if he, if it had been, you know, some six, seven, three hundred fifty pound lineman up there telling the joke. Well, Will Smith would, oh, shut the fuck up, God damn, man, y'all people just got too serious on Twitter. It was like it's like a good like fifteen minutes where you can find jokes. Then it got you got real serious. Oh my God, Will Smith did. And oh, another thing that really pissed me off. Sorry. Was the people like, um, and I know this, this is more like old heads talking like Stephen A. Smith and um, 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar talking about, well, now what will, because Will Smith did this, what will the what will white people think of now? It's like, if they were racist before, they were always going to be racist. <laughs> right. Like, if Will Smith smacking Chris Rock makes you feel different about me, you always felt that way about me. <laughs> mm-hmm. If that if you believe that stereotype before you, you know, it wasn't going to change anything. Yeah. It's that, re- I get that it's that respectability politics. Like if we act if we act right, they'll like us. It's like, no, they hate us because we're black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, right. it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you know, I think this is one that me and you can agree to disagree on in terms of just the overall, like the just the the, the incident as a whole. Like I, I and I totally understand your your points of view for sure. You love comedians more than I do. For me, it's like you talk mess. You're always at the uh, <laughs> violence is always there, and you know, violence is always an option. It's all. It's always. Sure. You cannot sit here and say uh, violence should never be an option, and then look at the history of America or humanity as a whole. <laughs> violence is an option <laughs> because it fucking works. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I can't argue with that on that one. That's it. That's all I was. I just want to talk about for a little bit because it's the biggest thing that's happened. It really is. I mean, I don't even know who won any of the awards. Bro, I have no idea. <laughs> I know the only thing I know is Will won Best Actor because he had to come out and give that speech. And um Questlove won the Academy Award that uh that uh Chris Rock was giving away. That's all I remember oh. for I think best documentary. And he got up there and spoke about his mother and everything. And apparently it was a very moving speech, but yeah. nobody remembers it. Nobody saw it. Nobody remembers that. Everybody's too busy tweeting about the incident. Yeah. This is crazy, crazy night. Mm-hmm. So coming up this weekend, that was last weekend, this mm-hmm. weekend, we got two night WrestleMania. Um Long may they reign. Yeah. We better never go back to one night. I'll fight you, Vincent Kenny, man. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for the you know two nights for for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's two nights. It's uh, you know they clearly have put everybody on the card. So I feel like I don't want to talk about every match because oh, there's God, some matches man. I just really don't care about. There, but I feel like. Hold on. There are 14 matches, and I think I may be interested in about seven or eight of them. Then let's do half, yeah. Uh, so, have you heard the rumor that um, the uh, KO Steve Austin match, not a match thing, is going to be headlining on Saturday? Yes. It's uh, Ronda and um, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, your thoughts? Oh man, because um, people I, already know how I feel about Charlotte Flair. So. Right. Well, in that regard, like, I mean, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of get that, but if that's the reason, if the reason that they're putting that as a headliner, so that way people don't, leave, because the rumor is that they're doing it because Vince is afraid that people will leave after they see Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a, you know, it's kind of an insult to your fan base 
to not give them the benefit of the doubt for at least this one night, you know? Sure, if it's a, a WrestleMania backlash or um, uh, money in the bank or something like that. Yeah, you know what? Some people can't stay the whole night on a Sunday night for a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But this is WrestleMania, man. And people travel from all over the world for this weekend now. Like, it used yeah. to be just this one night. But for this weekend, for this this event... Yeah, like we were saying earlier, it's two nights. So, so you're not there drained after seven, eight hours of wrestling. It's only right. going to be a three, four, three, what, three, four hour event. Right. And, and I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but I've, I guess as I've gotten older, I've uh, more recently have become a very much become a beat the traffic kind of guy. Yes. Right. But this is one of the few exceptions I'll make. If I'm going to spend that kind of money, if I'm going to make all these accommodations go to Dallas for WrestleMania, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm going to probably not try and beat the traffic as soon as I see Steve Austin. I think I'm going to stay the whole time and, and watch the whole the whole first night. Yeah, because WrestleMania is an event. It's yeah. like the Super Bowl. Just stay there and watch the entire thing. Um, yeah, I don't. I. I mean, it's going to happen probably, but it's kind of it's kind of an insult and it's kind of an insult to, you know, the rest of the talent. I mean, I know Kevin Owens is involved. who's a full-time performer, mm-hmm. um, but you know, the main event, the final match of the night should always go to the, you know, people that have, that have a storyline going like, mm-hmm. you know, an active storyline. This was kind of put together pretty quickly. Yeah. It's been what the past month or so. Yeah. Came- I can see Vince's point, you know, worried about people leaving, you know, mm-hmm. if you, the next match goes on, you go see people heading up the steps and leaving. It, it looks bad. Uh, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's really that it would really be that big of a problem unless, you know, the last, the only reason that people are going to leave is if the last match is just complete butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. And even though I don't like flair and, Flair, she could still wrestle and Rousey's entertaining, so I don't think it'd be like a terrible match or anything like that. No, not at all. But and, I and still Rousey's don't, a draw, she's a yeah. draw herself, you know, yeah. she's a name. But Flair I still don't think they should, um, they should main event. I always thought the main event of, of night one should have been Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, yeah, because that has that has a like a, a long term storyline, yeah. you know. I mean that has that's the longest term booking, I think, out of well, outside of the the Sunday night main events, out of all of the matches. Yeah. Oh, I was about to rant on wrestling fans. I, I'm gonna hold it in. I'm, I'm gonna hold it in. I don't know if best. we have enough time. We don't have enough time for that. Uh, hey, uh, it's just the wrestling fans annoy the hell out of me. That's a when whole they other com- episode. When they complain that the WWE doesn't do long term booking, then they complain about how they're they've built Bianca to be too strong. It's like what? <laughs> they've started calling her like you remember how they call sooner super uh, Cena super Cena. Mm-hmm. They're doing the same thing now with Bianca. And it's like oh y'all just. Like, I understand why creative is the way it is because y'all don't know what y'all like. 
Mm-hmm. And it makes it impossible impossible for anyone to do anything. Y'all just know what y'all don't like. And then when they try to switch, it, like, oh, I don't like this. Okay, well, how about Liv Morgan? Oh, it's cool. Oh, no, I don't like this. Okay, well, we <laughs> had this long story with Bianca Belair, you know, losing her title like a rookie and building back and how Becky Lynch has been scared of her, has done everything possible to not say, I don't like this. You're making Bianca too strong. <laughs> Uh, y'all don't like anything. All right. Um, night one, Saturday. What matches are you looking forward to? Uh, you know, I was trying to find the schedule again. Uh, the uh, Oh, uh, use hop on Wikipedia. This WrestleMania is giving me WrestleMania 31 vibes. Where it's mm. like, it wasn't really that exciting going in. And then at the end of the night, it was one of the best WrestleManias we've had. Yeah. That is for sure. Okay, so night one. Um, I got three matches I'm interested in seeing on night one. Is it Bianca and Becky? Oh, that's number one with the bullet. <laughs> um, KO and Austin. <laughs> I even got that as a. Is that even on here? It's not on there, but it should be some. Well, you yeah. know, it's, I guess it's probably a segment or something like that. Yeah, it's not under. There, it's not on there as a match. But yeah, that definitely is something interesting. Seeing, I want to see if Austin actually has a match. Although I'll be interested, even if he just you know stomps Kevin Owens out, hit him with a stunner. I'll be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the reason they haven't they haven't said what it's going to be because they really don't know what to expect from Stone Cold yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think by all accounts, we should expect just a brawl, mm-hmm. which is fine. Which is what Stone Cold does. Like, yeah, he, he's the king of it. He does the what? It's the mud hole song, man. The Luthes press. <laughs> <laughs> right. and the stunner and then get you out of the building like he's, he's he's not a technical machine he's not um red heart or anything like that mm-hmm. let me see are you interested in drew mcintyre and happy corbin nope you don't want to see the uh uh end of days uh get kicked out for the first time ever i don't care about the most protected, the most protected finisher move of all time. I don't <laughs> give a, a damn about Happy Corbin, Mad Cat Moss. I already told you multiple times. The, the minute that they decided to change his character from being down bad to having money was the minute they killed this man to me. <laughs> like it's not it. him and Mad Cat Moss was walking around backstage telling corny jokes. It it has the shelf life and it's already hit it. Mm-hmm. It's been past it, and Drew McIntyre. I don't know what the hell they do with him after this. They're gonna have to do something because he's he's too big to not do anything with. Because mm-hmm. I'll bring we're I'm gonna talk about him later when we get to, to night two talking about um, Lesnar Reigns. But man, I they he's been a holding pattern way too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess would the other match be? Seth Rollins and TBA. Uh, 
was the match? Okay, Becky Lynch versus Bella, the Usos versus Nakamura and, and Boogs. Okay. Just because the Usos always give us great matches, and I think mm-hmm. when Nakamura wants to go, he can go. Nakamura, Nakamura is like me at work. If I don't have to go hard, I'm not going hard. I'm just cutting, <laughs> taking the money. And uh, I'll tell you about this match. That match, that's one I think the Usos should should retain. Man, I can't disagree with you. Either way, I I'll like be, Nakamura. I'm not really a big Boogs fan, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't see. I don't see them as a long term, you know, title. Uh, I don't see a long-term title reign in their future if, if they were to, to get the, the, you know, if they were to somehow beat the Usos. Every time I look at Rick Boogs, I think that's Elias. That's like when, um, when Dylan went electric, <laughs> uh, Elias to Rick Boogs. I always yeah. think about that. Think about that. <laughs> um, for all you youngsters, Dylan went electric. Go ask your parents about that. Um, yeah, I'm, man, the Usos put on so many classics i i'm excited to see that i'm that's all i could say uh and like when shinsuke wants to go when he's really puts uh puts in the work he's great of course and this is his resume of course he's gonna do that so great uh but yeah seth freaking Rollins versus tba um yeah i'm excited to see i like should we just spoil who everyone thinks it's gonna be well Let's let's make let's do something different. Mm-hmm. I want to make a, a I want to make a new prediction. Okay. And if you want to if you want to say who the rumors are, mm-hmm. by all means. Oh yeah, all the rumors say Cody Rhodes, but I want to hear your new prediction. I just read a, an interview or a transcript of, an, of a podcast interview. I didn't listen to it, but I think let me ask you this: What, what would you think of the, if because you? We agree that Cody's going to be, get a big pop, mm-hmm. right? Uh, well, there is another a new rumor that's like a, that just came out like yesterday that it could be Shane McMahon. <laughs> They're bringing him back for WrestleMania, but for what we don't know. So now people are speculating that would be awful if he, you know, wound up being the mystery opponent, um, just as the Ultimate Swerve. But so I'm looking at this right now. And it says Mr. McMahon will announce Rollins' opponent on the night of the event. Mm-hmm. So here's how I'm booking it right. So Rollins comes out first, and then Mr. McMahon comes out afterwards. And he's like, and here's your opponent. And he points, and then Shane McMahon's music hits, right? Mm-hmm. And he starts running out. He starts running out and does his little dancing thing. And then Vince just stops him and was like, not you, boy. Okay. Here's your real opponent. <laughs> and then Cody Rhodes. That would hit. save it. So yeah. – the, what do you think the reaction would be for Cody? I think it's going to get a huge pop because it's 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 a it's welcome home. For so long. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a welcome home, and it makes I don't understand why people thought that it was going to happen at any raw. Yeah, <laughs> people kept getting tricked by this damn dirt sheet. Oh, this is the week he's coming back. This is the week, and it's like, why wouldn't they want to treat him like a big deal? Why not save everything for WrestleMania? That's how you treat him like a big deal. Yeah. Like here he is. He's a superstar. He's coming back from AEW. He was former, you know, executive. Here he is. We're going to treat him like a returning prince. Mm-hmm. Let's have him and come at WrestleMania, not some random ass raw 
on the uh in Jacksonville. Yeah, that's okay. cool for you guys because that's the home of AEW, but come on now. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I mean, we both agree that, that Cody will get a massive pop. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody that you know isn't wrestling or you know that that there's off the top of your head? Could you think of anybody that is available that could that maybe could get a bigger pop? Ooh, that available is doing a lot of heavy lifting. Right. Um, geez, the real problem is like everybody who would be a, an older wrestler who would be a big pop is still wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, if AEW didn't exist, like Chris Jericho coming back would be a, a huge pop, of course. Oh, totally, totally. Oh man, so who is that's available? I can't think of a single soul, okay. And this is because I, I read this article, um, transcripts from a podcast interview. Mm-hmm. And the way he said it, the way he talked about it is that he, or I'll just, I'll just say, what would you think about Johnny Gargano? Johnny wrestling coming back after his contract expired with NXT. And here's why. I, he did an interview with uh, Renee Paquette, former mm-hmm. Renee Young, on her podcast. Well, he kept that. talking about how yeah, he kept talking about how he his contract with WWE NXT expired. Now he didn't re-sign with NXT or WWE NXT. He kept mentioning NXT as the company he didn't re-sign with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he is technically a free agent. What if he signed or re-signed with WWE? And this is his, this is his uh, um, introduction to the main roster, you know, full-time introduction, introduction to the main roster. Because I think if, if you're looking for anybody that's cl- as close to Daniel Bryan as you're going to get, it could be him. You can literally just do the entire Daniel Bryan playbook <laughs> over with that man. Yeah. Um, if it, you're asking me what the reaction would be. Do you think he, do you think his reaction uh, could pot, could potentially be bigger than Cody's? Yeah. Huh? I'm really thinking about it. Like WrestleMania, and you know, Vincent Man is there, and all of a sudden you hear Rebel Heart playing. Ooh, I just got chills. <laughs> uh, you might got me there, man. I would love man. to see it. I think Cody's might be slightly bigger, of course, because yeah. of what he's done. But ah, oh, man, for me, I'm you know I love NXT to death, black and gold, and the new rainbow. It, that would I'd lose my mind if anybody could rival that the the um the pop of of a Cody Rhodes. I think I think it could be him. Mm. He's popular enough to. You know, to most most wrestling fans, I feel like. And not only that, it would be such a surprise. And it would be a good match. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's going to be a good match with Cody as well, for sure. Don't get me wrong. But, again, I think the, the quality of that segment, of that moment, could be equal. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Something to maybe, uh, you know... Be really surprised if it happens. I don't know. Mm, that would be a shock. 
especially Vince McMahon giving the okay to little ass Johnny Gargano. <laughs> All right. Oh man, now you, I'm mad because that's not gonna happen. And I want, I <laughs> want it sorry, now. Brother. I didn't know I wanted it until you brought it up. <laughs> no, I'm fiending for it. Um, man, that's a good one, man. I'm I'm so mad. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, of Cody and rumors and dirt sheets, I have a little rant to get off my chest. Sure. So I was listening to uh, the GP podcast and on the podcast, Rosenberg was complaining about how there are no more surprises <laughs> in the WWE. Right. And I was like, bro, you are one of those people that read the dirt sheets every fucking morning <laughs> how can you talk about there are no surprises left when you're reading the spoilers every day that mm. would be like me reading the wiki for spider-man no way home going to see the movie afterwards and then jumping on facebook and being like oh that it it, it wasn't surprising at all marvel didn't have any surprises <laughs> you would think i was insane if i did that but it happens in wrestling, so we just let it chill. But mm-hmm. it's it's so stupid. How you can sit here and complain about oh, there are no more, there are no secrets, nothing shocking, blah blah blah. But you're reading the spoilers every day. Like, how how does that fucking work, man? It doesn't compute. The math ain't mathing. <laughs> oh man, that just annoyed the hell out of me. Like And then they're like, well, well, how come Cody didn't show up? We're disappointed because Cody didn't show up. They they tricked us. Like, how the hell did they trick you? Did WWE t- say that Cody Rose was showing up? No. You assumed, you read the dirt sheet, you listened to, to Meltzer and all them boys, and now they got tricked, you got tricked, and instead of saying, oh, man, I got played, you want to be mad at WWE for doing something that they never told you they were going to do. <laughs> And then, sorry, continue. But then WWE is screwed because if they do what the dirt sheets say, then you're not surprised. But then if they don't do what the dirt sheets say, then you want to get upset because they didn't do it. It's a damn if you, damn if you don't situation. Yeah, but I mean, we're old enough now where I don't necessarily want to be surprised. I I don't know. I mean, I like surprises. Don't get me wrong. I I enjoy it when it happens. But I kind of want to see... I just, I'm more, I think I'm at the point where I'm more satisfied that, that a rumor was true. Like, you know, that it came to fruition, that I didn't just waste my time reading the dirt sheets in the morning. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I'm okay. But don't be, you're reading rumors and then get mad that rumors don't happen. Right, right. It's like, you guys got to understand that sometimes the WWE uses those dirt sheets to put an idea out there to see how y'all react called a red herring yeah sometimes they lie to you <laughs> sorry that that's been sitting on my chest since monday um are we doing predictions or are we just gonna go through some of these just go through the rest of them yeah we'll just go through the most i mean uh because i think it's i think we can both agree that bianca will come out on top mm-hmm. right um, whoever Rollins faces will probably beat him. Yeah, which I think is fair. 
And um, I'm hoping the Usos retain. Yeah, I got no. It's Usos retain. Yeah, I'll go with the Usos with that one. Um, I'm just going to see the other matches. Mysterio, the Mysterios versus Miz and Logan Powell. Um, the problem with celebrity matches now is none of them will compare to Bad Bunny. <laughs> right. And so you're behind the A ball. So unless Logan Paul does like some stage dive off the top of the WrestleMania sign, there's nothing he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm just gonna say, uh, shoot, I don't care. Let's move on. I was gonna pick a winner, but I don't care. Do you? <laughs> I don't. The only thing I would, I think the, I think the most shocking thing mm-hmm. would be if both if both the youngsters turned on their their partners. Mm-hmm. And we finally get the, the Mysterios break up and, you know, Logan Paul turns on the Miz and the young guys are hanging out now. You've been talking about this Dominic Mysterio turn for about a year now. Y'all got to let this go. Because <laughs> it looks like the Mysterios are going to be feuding with uh, what they call the, uh, the guys on NXT. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember their names. Uh, something Phantasma. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mispronounce it. I've heard their na- team name on NXT so many times, but I still can't pronounce it. It's like it's a mental block. Um, what and since it's a title match, mm-hmm. uh, which one? Rousey. I mean, going. Oh, over. okay. Sorry. Yeah. Kind of skipped ahead. <laughs> so I was like, Stop. "Where are you going?" Uh, I'm going Rousey on that one. Yeah. 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 And the other match, I'm not even going to spend any kind of time talking about New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Unless they lock up Ridge Holland in a box and bury him in a shallow grave somewhere, I don't care. Yeah, should that should have been a three on three match, yeah. but we all know how that that mm-hmm. ended. Yeah. All right, moving on to night two, the stronger night. I think I think we can all agree. Yes, surprisingly, like I'm surprised they didn't balance it out a little bit more. But here we are, nonetheless. Yeah, it's crazy how both women's the big women matches are on night one. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, so how many matches are you interested in watching on night two? Um, I'm interested in. Oof. It's hard to it's hard to like to. I'm interested in six out of the seven. Bro, me too. The only one, let me guess, the only one you're not interested in is the uh, one for the Women's Tag Team Championship? Yeah, because I feel like Sasha Banks is the biggest star in that match. Mm -hmm. There's no way she's not going to, her and her partner, you know, no disrespect to Naomi, but that's how it is. It's Sasha and her partner, you know, at this point. Um. Sasha Naomi, yeah, should win the titles. <clears throat> I don't think Sasha Banks come back comes back for WrestleMania. If she's not coming back for a singles match, a mm-hmm. singles title match, I don't think she's coming back for this unless she's going to win the, the tag title. Agreed. Also, the story they told was really confusing. <laughs> they just kept adding teams to the match. Yeah. And then the last one, yeah, Natalia and uh, Shayna just come out and beat everyone up up and um, uh, they just get put in the match. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and, you know, six out of seven, I mean, 
I'm not necessarily thrilled or like totally interested in Bobby Lashley versus Omos, but uh, the fact that they brought Bobby Lashley back so soon mm-hmm. for WrestleMania, uh, I'm in, you know, a monster versus, you know, a beast type thing. Cool. I'm in. And those people were cheering hard for Bobby Lashley. They too, really when were. He came back. I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, is this the baby face turn? And those the, the rumor was that he might come that he was going to come back on Monday, and people were legitimately surprised. Yeah, yeah I'm interested in the match because you know how I get down. Big meaty men slapping meat. That's what <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't here for work. Great. I want to see people beat the hell out of each other. That's what that mm-hmm. Lashley Omos fight is gonna. That's a fight. <laughs> and the match, that's a fight. So I'm and they I'm, set it up great. And in yeah. one night they set up that match mm-hmm. really, really great. Yeah, I'm into that one. Um, Giant Knoxville, Sami Zayn. I am so happy they made this anything goes match. Man, there outside of outside of Brock and Roman, mm-hmm. I think this is the most entertaining program that I, I'm probably most looking forward to. I don't know <laughs> why. Like, well, I mean, because it's so it's so preposterous that they would put this guy, this 50 year old guy, against Sami Zayn, and great for Sami to get a prime spot on WrestleMania. You know, against a Hollywood star. I mean, you know, we talked about earlier, you don't really care for Hollywood stars, whatnot, but, you know, Giant Axel's a star. You know, you can't, you can't deny it. Like, he's been a star for a long time. Yeah. And also, that's when you know WWE really trusts you when they yes. put you in with the, um, with the celebrity. Mm-hmm. That's when you know that you have, they're 100% behind you. And it's, I remember, on Twitter.com, when people were talking about, oh, Sami Zayn's leaving, Kevin Owens leaving, look at their body language, they don't want to be there. Them boys re-signed and got two of the biggest, like, hyped matches on the WrestleMania, on the WrestleMania card. It's rare to get paid and get a prime spot, you know? Because yeah, like some guys it. just take the money and they're just there. Which I don't, I don't blame you. I don't, you know, can't fault you for it, but they, they got paid and they got primo spots on, mm-hmm. on this card. I think that's going to be, that's going to be a good one. I can't wait to see that one. Um, and every celebrity pretty much goes over. Yeah. I was going to say so. Knoxville wins. Sammy Zane con- continues his like conspiracy thing. It's yeah. a win for everybody. Um, McAfee, uh, Austin Theory. I mean, I'm excited to see Pat McAfee wrestle again. Yeah. Because, my God, the guy, I mean, him and Bad Bunny could be a tag team, essentially. At this I was going to say, it wasn't for Bad Bunny. We'd be <laughs> talking about Pat McAfee as the best um, celebrity wrestler. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's too bad that AEW couldn't loan out Adam Cole for one more <laughs> night, but I get it. <laughs> I mean, it's, oh, it's you see, Pat, Pat, McAfee, Pat McAfee is still keeping up the beef. That beef oh, yeah. is a turtle. He called him a coward for leaving. <laughs> <laughs> turtle beef, gotta love it. Um, the man that that promo he had um, last Friday, where mm-hmm. he just he had to apologize and just did did it in the most dickish way possible. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he, Pat McAfee was made for this. He really was. And um, I'm excited to see him back in the ring. Uh, 
next to Dominic Mysterio, I think Austin Theory is the second youngest guy on the card. And win or lose, whatever, I'm actually happy for, for Austin Theory mm-hmm. because he's also getting a prime spot on WrestleMania, you know, um, at his age, you know, at a time where the company is trying to, they're, they're doing their, they're, they're trying to, um, you know, start over and they're starting to, they're trying to build these new stars again. These younger guys are trying to get younger again, mm-hmm. which I think you, you have to, in order to, to stay, uh, to stay relevant. And this is, you know, this is the, this is a start. And yeah. uh, it's, it's a good spot for this guy. You know, I, I'm not, I wasn't thrilled with the idea of these two going at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's, whatever's best i think i feel like whatever is best for this kid i'm okay with because again i'm I'm okay with them trying to build new stars yes and my only person that kind of wants mcafee to lose just so uh cole can rub in his face at the announce desk be like <laughs> well i won my WrestleMania match so. right. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. could very well do it. i mean that'd be interesting yeah, I like that. I like that one. Uh, next one, RK Bro, Street Profits, Profits, Alpha Academy, Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, if they're making the Street Profits heels, I'm all in. <laughs> and again, this is this is kind of like the same thing about with like Lashley and Omos. Is like I'm not necessarily excited for it, mm-hmm. but where my interest my interest lies in the fact that this is going to be a great match. Because all six of these guys can go, mm-hmm. and they all six of these guys uh, gel very well together. They've all faced each other in some in some fashion, and have all put on great matches with each other. And I expect nothing less than that this time. Yeah. I think if if a title is if if uh, if a tag team is going to lose their titles, it should be RK Bro instead of the Usos. I think a WrestleMania moment for any one of those other two teams would be huge. Winning the titles, you know, winning them back, either either one, because they both held the titles, Street Profits and, and Alpha Academy. But I think it's gonna be a great match, and it's hard to it's hard to call who's gonna win that match because you can make a case for all three teams. All three, yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't be mad at any one of them. No, I agree with you. I, of course, I'm going with Street Profits. I just love Dawkins and Ford so much. Mm-hmm. Like every time I see the bo- the boys wrestle, it's it damn near brings a tear to my eye. Especially seeing Dawkins. Dawkins, like y'all can say whatever y'all want about Ford being a form, uh, being a future champion. Don't forget about me. That boy be wrestling his ass off, and he's he keeps getting better. Like yeah. You you can see the progression that he's made, the leaps and bounds he's made as a performer, and he he is only getting better, and that's it's rare to see, you know, with, with a lot of a lot of wrestlers. It's like some guys just kind of stick to their own ways, but he you can you feel you can when you watch his matches, you feel like the guy is getting better. He's picking up though, even if it's the the slightest thing, the littlest thing, detail about being a wrestler, he's picking up on it, and he's he's taking care of those things as he, as he goes along. Yeah, man. I'm I'm ready for that match. I'm, 
that might be like the underrated match. Like mm-hmm. the match that no one's that everyone thinks gonna be good, but it might be the best match of the entire WrestleMania card. That might be the one. You know, it feels like tag team matches a lot of times are the show stealers at WrestleMania. You know what it is? It's because we don't really think about tag team wrestling in WWE because they don't really do it that well, mm-hmm. like compared to AEW. But when it hits, it hits. It's like when- low, you have low expectation expectations then they super uh, succeed them it's like crazy absolutely all right next match um i know it's supposed to be heel versus face but this is the match of the two guys with the best theme music in the entire uh wwe edge versus aj styles (laughs) edge edge had a banger theme theme song and then came back with an even better one you could say Oh my god, that new with the blue light. Oh, that mm-hmm. hits. I don't this is gonna be great. The mountain of omnipotence, all of it. The promos have been great, the intensity is there. Um and you hope this is the match that gets AJ Styles back on track, back on the the you know, the back to the guy that we we saw when he first debuted. Mm-hmm. You know, that. Now- Remember, we said like the entire time he was with Omos, it was about a building up Omos and also mm-hmm. giving AJ Styles' body a little break, so when they were ready to pull the trigger, he could go full out. And I think this is a start is a start because I think this is going to be like a three four month thing between Edge and AJ Styles, and I think these boys are going to go balls to the walls. I'm all for it. Man, it's ridiculous how good Sunday is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't even want to pick a win. I can't. Um, have, we didn't even pick any winners on Sunday, have we? Uh, Kind of. I mean, just in passing, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, we ain't got to really do it. Don't worry about it. Um, That's going to be a... If you, how about you pick a winner for Edge and AJ? Oh, this is head versus heart right here uh-huh. because my heart says AJ Styles, but my head said Edge wins, and that's the best way to keep the feud going. Mm-hmm. I'm going Edge. Okay, I'll go AJ then. All right. I think both. I was getting ready, ready to pick Edge because I thought you were going to pick AJ. <laughs> I would. We're both going to be very happy at the end of the match. I feel. Uh, I, I agree. All right, it's both about Lassie versus Omos. And then the final match of the night, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, where it takes all match. Um, we've seen this match a couple of times at different WrestleMania, but this has a, a different feel to it. It really does. And I mean, this is obviously, it's the best storyline in wrestling right now. And I don't think, I don't think three years ago, any wrestling fan would have agreed, would have been on board for this and saying that this is the best story being told another Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns match, but the game has changed. Um, They are both doing the best work of their careers. By far Brock Lesnar. I don't think he's ever been this lovable. Yeah. Even Even during the Kurt Angle feud. Yes. He's I mean, never been this guy. It's Cowboy Brock. This guy, ooh. I mean, 
I knew it was crazy when he was like taking pictures in the crowd after matches. <laughs> right. I, I was like, oh, that boy different. My three favorite eras of Brock, I think, are probably this one now. Mm-hmm. The uh, the angle feud. Mm-hmm. Or the, yeah, the 2003, you know, like run for the title, Brock. And uh, uh, Boombox Brock. Oh, yeah. That's when you started to see, okay, he's starting to have some fun with this thing, with this, you know, wrestling thing. Honorable mention to uh, the Brock that just whooped John Cena's ass for like 10 minutes. <laughs> That's that, okay, fair enough. Were we, did we watch that together? I think we did. I think it, we watched that Steven's house, if I remember correctly. I remember there, like, there was like some kid near a hot mic who was just screaming for John to get up, and it was, <laughs> it was not happening. No, not at all. Oh, yeah. But this match, um, just the characters involved, like I said, Cowboy Brock versus the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Roman, oh my God, I don't have the words to describe how excellent this man has been since he came back. Mm-hmm. It's been two years of not only just dominance, but like excellent character work. Everything that he does is amazing. Yeah. Entering the promos, I've just chef kiss everything. And a lot of times when they, you know, when they market matches and they market, you know, events, pay per views, you know, whatever. The hyperbole they use sometimes it's like it's it's kind of an eye roller. But mm. they they really have made this feel like it is the biggest match of all time. And that's saying something because you've, you know, for all the, you know, all the, all of the, um, all of the discrediting he did to himself many years later, Hogan versus, versus Andre at WrestleMania three, I mean, is by far one of the biggest matches ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can Hogan versus war here? I mean, I, I, Hogan versus I, rock. Right, you know. Um, but this really does feel like it's on that level. Mm-hmm. And this is a match we've seen, what, six times already? Six or seven times? And they found a way to make it feel bigger than all of them. And must see. Tell you something. And you can make a case for either one winning that match yeah because before i've been like oh well brock wins and then he's not gonna be on tv for a while but god damn i don't know what what they've been giving this man on these plane fights but he's been in every fucking city (laughs) brock traveling like it's going outside like oh they opened up COVID regulations. I'm going everywhere. Milwaukee, Denver, <laughs> Boston, where you need me, I'm going, buddy. Pittsburgh? Yeah. <laughs> Siri said, just heard that said, I thought so. I don't know what the heck. <laughs> um, I, I don't know who wins this match. I'm going to be entertained either way. Uh, but I do have a question, mm-hmm. and it pertains uh, back to Drew McIntyre. If Roman wins this who can conceivably beat this man 
Oh boy. Um Because let's say it stays winner takes all. There are two ti- there's just one title and Roman is on Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I, don't- I mean, obviously the biggest matchup would be him and, and McIntyre. Mm-hmm. But can you like McIntyre's been going on and you know he's been winning the matches between Corbin and um, Moss, mm-hmm. but he's you know they put they put him on the shelf for a while and they made him look like a fool before. Like, can you look at him and think, oh yeah, that's a credible threat to Roman Reigns? Mm-hmm. Well, here's here's another argument for going back to. Um, Seth Rollins and Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. If you introduce Johnny Gargano, right, you can always introduce Cody on the Monday after. Yes. And sure, introducing Cody, reintroducing Cody on WrestleMania is it's a big thing. It's a big moment. But would Cody rather be introduced for this match against Seth Rollins on on uh, Saturday night? Or Sunday night, mm-hmm. or it's Saturday. I'm sorry. Or would he rather be reintroduced the Monday after and put in a prime position against Roman Reigns as the next challenger? My only problem with that is, where does he go if he loses to Roman? Like it feels like that's something they should build to. If you just give him. Is he going to win against Roman Reigns? I don't know, but I think that's a match you could extend the feud where it doesn't have to just be a one-off. And then you could find, you know, give it some time to figure it out. Because if you're not going to go with McIntyre, I mean, you know, unfortunately, Biggie is done for a while. And hopefully just for a while, not the rest yeah. of his career. Um, you've got, you're predicting Edge and AJ to be locked up for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were to break up RK-Bro, that they're going to feud. And if they did, we all know Randy's going to be the heel, even though I, a while back, I suggested change it up and have Riddle turn on, on Orton mm-hmm. just to change it up. And then you, and then it's, you know, four to six months or three to five months, you could have the baby face Orton go after rings for the title. Um, yeah. Cause I'm just looking at people who are on the WrestleMania show right now. Yeah. Um, Oddly enough, both the U.S. and the Intercontinental Champion are not on WrestleMania mm-hmm. as of this recording. Well, the Intercontinental title is going to be up for grabs on Sat on Friday. Oh, okay. And the United States, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. But I mean, the top th- potential top three challengers would be McIntyre, Cody, and Orton. If they were to do it the way I like, if they were to take my booking, hmm. 
Well, if come thinking, if they did what the rumor to do and it's Seth versus Cody, that's probably a feud that goes on for a couple of months, you think? Right. So Cody's out of the equation. Not only that, but Seth's out of the equation. Mm-hmm. And as much as I really like Gar- the idea of Gargano coming back, like mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. They're not going to mm-hmm. put him against Reigns, obviously. Yeah. And a lot of these matches we're going to see when they do WrestleMania Backlash. Mm-hmm. And I got to say... Lashley and Omos could continue on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that just started. And if they... I wouldn't even have a problem with them redoing some of the matches because last year, WrestleMania Backlash was excellent. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's a dumb name, but the the show they put on was great. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking and, like, Man, it might Drew McIntyre, and that's about it. The craziest thing that they could do, mm-hmm. which they might, they might. I mean, like, like we talked, we talked about with Austin Theory and, and Dominic Mysterio. I mean, you're trying to build new stars, younger. You're trying to get younger. Mm-hmm. The craziest thing they could do, I think I know where you're going, would be to set him up with Gable Stevenson. Oh, Olympic gold medalist in, in freestyle wrestling just won his second straight NCAA heavyweight title in wrestling uh, but more importantly an Olympic gold medalist at age 23 or 22 in heavyweight wrestling I mean that's unheard of as great as Kurt Angle winning with a broken freaking neck to be 22 23 years old and win Olympic gold at heavyweight in freestyle wrestling is Got to be unheard of at this point. I thought you were going to go um, to NXT and uh, say, bring up Braun Breaker. Well, I think he's going to win the title back. And I don't think they're going to. I think as much as they want to bring him up. I think they could see him headlining WrestleMania next year. Well, not maybe not next year because they're they're desperate to get Roman and the Rock. <laughs> But in two years, him headlining against Reigns. Man. You know? The only thing is, I don't, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't think Reigns is at WrestleMania in two years. Mm. I think Hollywood's a calling for him and um, <laughs> who else? Uh, da, 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 Sasha Banks. Sasha, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to see. NXT stamp delivers what, Saturday? Mm-hmm. At noon. Oh, ooh, boy, that's going to be a lot of good. Yeah. The stand-up deliver card may be better than night one over WrestleMania. <laughs> you might be right. Have you been watching NXT? Man, I've been trying to keep up with it. I mean, I know that Dolph is a champ, and mm. um, there's I know there's some really good feuds going on. I just mm. haven't watched been able to watch a full episode lately. Oh man, there have been Oh boy, there have been some great feuds going down. Some excellent character work down, working down there. Mm-hmm. And they got this ladder match um, for the North American Championship. Carmelo Hayes, uh, Santos Escobar, Solo uh, Sikoa, mm-hmm. who is the younger brother of the Usos. Grayson Waller, who might be the most hated man in NXT right now, and Cameron <laughs> Grimes. Oh, man, that's going to be a banger. Yep. I think uh, also 
Tommaso Ciampa versus uh, Tony D'Angelo. I think that's uh, Ciampa's uh, swan song. I think he'll be up on Raw on the mm-hmm. Monday after WrestleMania. But uh, sorry, going back to what we were talking about, Roman, like, I don't, I don't know. The only way right now I can see Roman losing the title is if it's like some multiple man match, like four or five, six people involved. I just don't see him losing like a one on one or even a um, triple threat match. Like uh, near term, hmm? near term, like this year. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, no, and that's look. That's probably the best way to get it get the title off him. Does he have anything? You know, does he have any movies lined up this year? Because that'll be an indicator as well. I know, you know, we talk about dirt sheets and reading them and stuff like that, but like, let's be real. That that's could very well be an indicator. Yeah, uh, I think. Well, I was say might be just. It probably won't happen until his contract gets up. Um, we don't know when that is, but I feel like he's. I don't know, man. Once you start getting them Hollywood checks, we know how much The Rock <laughs> makes. And, you know, Cena's having the good life right now. And she, even Batista has had a resurgence in Hollywood. Yep. And you get paid that amount of money, you ain't got to worry about taking bumps and. Yeah, and doing it a week on a weekly basis, you know. Right. I don't know who takes the title from Roma. That's what I just want to say. I want to say. Uh, before we get out here, I want to talk about one more thing. Sure. Um, you seen the WWE's um, were they're um basically having tryouts for collegiate and former collegiate athletes. Yes. The NIL mm-hmm. program, yeah, and they're they're looking for their next superstars, and um, one of their um top officials was like, "We want to get people out here in front of in front of um the fans and everything, and we want them to be in WrestleMania when they're twenty five, not thirty five." Mm-hmm. And I heard that I was like, "That makes all the sense in the world." Like, I know people. They pine for the old NXT and they want all their indie darlings and indie favorites to make it a WrestleMania, but I think there's still a path for people in the independence to make it to the WWE, but it's not going to be like the numbers that it was before. And right. they have other options now, you know, AEW, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor is coming back. Like, that's what WWE should be doing. They should be going for these young guys, get them when they're you know, out of college when they're 22, 23, get them in NXT for a couple of years and have them on Raw and SmackDown when they're 25, 26. Mm-hmm. That way they have 10, 15 years of them instead of, you know, getting the guy off the indie scene who's 35 and then you got, well, hopefully five to seven good years of them. And that's if they haven't... um don't haven't you know burnt themselves out hurting themselves doing all the crazy stuff that they do on the independence mm-hmm. i know people complain well if they all come from 
from college and the WWE trains them, then they're all going to work the same. It's all going to look boring. And I'm like, dude, you go look at what's going on in NXT right now. You tell me how Carmelo Hayes, Tommaso Ciampa, um, no, I'm sorry. Let's go Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker, LA, uh, LA Knight, Gunther, all those guys are in there right now. Tell me how they look the same. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, you know, I'm, I like the idea of trying to get younger. I mean, um, even with the NXT brand, I feel mm-hmm. like AEW has done a pretty a better job at this point of highlighting who their top guys are, right? Mm-hmm. Who there are, who their um, up and comers are, and who the real big future stars are going to be. Like, they're not yet ready to put the jetpack on them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like WWE, even with NXT, needs to catch up on that. And this is a good start. Yeah. They're going to have a, they're going to find the right guys and gals to bring in the train and get the character working and have them on the NXT before you know it. Mm-hmm. Because somebody's got to replace these guys that are going to go up. Because Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker, they're not going to be in NXT for too much longer. No. Like, if if they they didn't want to, they could bring up Imperium today. Mm -hmm. And they kind of should. What what is there left for, for Gunther? Gunther to do there, you know? He held that UK title for so long. What's the point of holding that NXT title? Like, go up to the main roster. Dominate there. Start a feud with Roman Reigns there. The Bloodline versus, you know, Imperium. I'm sorry. I thought about that match, and I just passed out for a second there. (laughs) (laughs) Samoa versus the UK, buddy. Woo-hoo. Oh, Lord, please, <laughs> please, Vincent, can't even man hear my prayers. If ever there was a time for your buddy Anthony to be right, let it be this let one. Let it be that one. Oof. All right. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, oh, oh, oh. Last, last thing I want to talk about. Mm. We got to say uh, happy trails to Triple H's in-ring career. Yes. Yeah. Made um, official last week. Yeah. Um, an interview with Stephen A. Smith um, discussing the issues he had. He had, what was it, pneumonia? Mm-hmm. Non-COVID. It, yeah, non-COVID. Pneumonia. It was pneumonia, and it just evolve to the place where he was coughing up blood he had to go to a hospital and basically his heart was failing Mm -hmm. had he not gone to the emergency room and got checked in he there's a good chance he would no longer be with us and his his pneumonia basically triggered his congenitive heart issue yeah like uh yeah which he says you know 
you know, passed down in the family. <laughs> oh yeah, it's family history. Family history just a lot of hard problems. Um, yeah, I think we said like I can't remember. It was like his grandfather or great grandfather died at like fifty three because of a heart attack. His dad, I think, at sixty two or something. Yeah. So yeah. Let me get checked out. Uh, but yeah, he um, luckily he was able to get the help he needed in time. So he's still with us. He will not be wrestling anymore, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so he says he has a defibril- defibrillator, defibrillator, defibrillator in his in his chest. Mm-hmm. So no more, no more wrestling. That, I mean, that, man, it sucks when you have something you love just taken away from you. I mean, he's retired because he has to, not because he wants to. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have pr- plenty of. Triple H matches to go watch. I mean, God, he's one of those guys who got better as he got older. I think one of the best matches he ever had was that WrestleMania match with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. That was that that kicked off the show. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. To kick off the show that way. Um so yeah, we just wanted to pay our respects to Triple H, his entering career. Um, and we just want, you know. I will. Uh, we just want to wish him health and happiness in his uh, non-wrestling career. Anthony, uh, Amari just said hello. Oh, someone said hey. He said hey. He just did a <laughs> a drive-by greeting. He ran into the <laughs> into the living room, and said, "Tell Anthony I said hello." He grabbed his juice and went back to the room. <laughs> one last thing before we go. Mm-hmm. My one last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have enough time to go through all all of them but we can talk about it maybe another time me and you just off the air but is this year's hall of fame class the best hall of fame class in a long time who's all in it i know the uh, steiner brothers just got announced the undertaker yes vader steiner brothers and queen chamel and uh shad gaspard is the warrior award winner yeah i I mean, you start with the Undertaker, you're already shooting high. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, they need to rename the Warrior Award to the Shag Gaspar Award. I mean, that man literally died saving his son. Mm-hmm. And there's a, enough um, history with the Ultimate Warrior to know he doesn't need an award named after him. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is one. Or give out the award that he wanted. Like, he wanted the one that honored, like, the backstage people. Yeah, I hope they have something for them. They do a lot of work backstage. Yeah. But but yeah. Um, and then name the the one for you know uh, outside um, uh, philanthropy, philanthropy, philanthropy. You know, um, goodwill people mm-hmm. outside of the company. Yeah, name that after Shad. <clears throat> Who's the- good night. Um, I wonder who's doing the speech. Is it going to be someone in Shad's family? No, it's uh, Warrior's wife, Dana. She always presents, I believe. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah. Shows how much I watched all. <laughs> well, I'm looking. Uh, at, I'm looking at. Oh, you're, you're doing a cheat sheet. Yeah, she looks like she uh, presents it every year. All right. Um. Yeah. 
but you're right. That's one of the strongest classes I can remember. Mm-hmm. They haven't even named us. They usually do a celebrity. They didn't even do one this year. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Strongest uh, Hall of Fame class that we've seen in a long while. Mm-hmm. Anything else, my man? That's it, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to WrestleMania as always, um, even more so since it's split up into two nights and, you know. I would be happy. Um, if you want to do a WrestleMania react show, we could do one like Sunday. Sure. Because I'm on vacation all next week. <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah uh, let's, let's, let's try something. Yeah. Because the only other thing I want to... Uh, then we have to do our... Um, our baseball mm-hmm. uh, preview because I see I'm gonna write down our predictions and we're gonna judge them at the end of the year and I'll make sure to save them this time so so um, we don't lose them like I lost them last year mm-hmm. um, and I think that's it um, like you said uh, can't wait to watch WrestleMania it's gonna be an event for show uh, stand deliver on Saturday afternoon it's gonna be good. Should deliver. And... Bravo. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all we got for this episode. We'll be back um, next week. And um, like always, I want to thank you for listening, sharing, subscribing, all that good stuff. And Anthony, it's a pleasure to talk to you as always, my friend. Always. All right. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later.